Today on the Zebra Blogs Furniture Finishing Podcast, we are talking with the artist of the winning pieces of the Zebra Diaries March 2019 contest. A huge thank you to all who participated. There were over 300 entries, and all the green furniture pieces were really incredible. We also want to thank all six members of the Furniture Diaries who we have partnered with to host this monthly contest. They put a lot of effort into choosing the winning selections. We are excited that you get to hear from our first, second, and third place winners today. By the way, all three winning pieces will be displayed on the zebrablog.com's podcast page, along with the artist's contact information. Wow, you guys are tremendous. Congratulations to all three of you. Thanks so much, Lane. (laughs) I know our listeners are excited to hear from each of you, so we'll start with our third place winner, Sarah, with Sitting Pretty Home Decor. And by the way... It's Sarah's birthday today, so happy birthday, Sarah. Yay, happy Sarah. birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's right. Hey, that that was good. Listen, I would sing, Sarah, but um, I don't have a good tone, so we'll just we'll bypass that for you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, describe your piece to the listeners. Uh, my piece is an, an antique secretary, and this actually belonged to um, a client of mine, and her mother bought this in 1920. And she has a kind of French country uh, green room that she wanted this piece to look a little better in. Wow. So this was, you said 1920s. Now, um, did you have to do any repairs to the piece? Was it in good shape structurally? It honestly was in pristine condition, uh, which made my job a little bit easier. Did you use any special techniques when you refinished it? Um, did you use any distressing? It doesn't, from the picture that I'm looking, it doesn't look distressed, but I may be wrong. Is that correct? No, it wasn't distressed. Um, I did reach out to um, a fellow furniture artist who has done a few secretaries to get some tips on deconstruction because there were so many pieces to this. Um, and I wanted to make sure, you know, everything was done cleanly. Right. Uh, so that, that was my technique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's a very ornate piece and it's, uh, turned out really nice. Now the hardware is on the piece that we see in the, in the, and that other folks can go and look at. Is it the original hardware? Yes. It's the original hardware. It, uh, got lots of soaking and scrubbing and more soaking and scrubbing, but, uh, it is the original. Well, now, Tell me about the inside, because the outside is green. Uh, what color is on the inside? Is that black? Yes, it's black on the inside. Now, is that something she chose, or was that something you selected? Uh, we kind of did it together. Um, she originally just said she wanted emerald, and we went back and forth trying to find a, um, a good bright emerald, and then we wanted some contrast on the inside, and we came up with black. What color... And brand of paint did you use on this piece? Um, it's Fusion Mineral Paint, and the outside is called Park Bench, and the inside is coal black. What was the hardest part of refinishing it? Definitely all of the deconstruction and um, taping, you know, all the, the taping off of the mm-hmm. inside. And then once all of the pieces were painted and sealed, putting it back together, I try mm-hmm. to be diligent about labeling. Um, it doesn't always work out that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to add too because you shared this with me as well and I think it's noted on your Instagram account that you have is it four boys I have two boys two girls and and a boy coming 
Wow, that's wow. just so you did this while expecting. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. Well, Sarah, share with our listeners your Instagram account. Uh, it is Sitting Pretty Home Decor. Okay, well, that's great. I hope uh, many, many folks uh, will go check out your account, begin following you if they're not already. Our second place winner is Kristen with Shacto Interiors. Kristen, describe your piece to the listeners. Hi, so my piece is a vintage, mid-century, modern credenza. I I think I got this tip-off from my neighbor. Her friend was giving it away. So I've actually had it in my stash for some time. And um, finally got it into the workshop and I actually got inspiration from looking through the hashtag with all the beautiful green pieces and I decided to use one of my milk paint colors in clock pond green Mm -hmm. and sometimes I tend to with more modern looking pieces um, use a more solid latex paint on them but this time, and I've I've seen people using my milk paint on modern pieces, and it looks fantastic because, you know, you can see the, the color variation. So I kind of stepped out of my comfort zone and decided, you know what, I'm going to, you know, use milk paint on this piece. So I'm glad I did because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think it came yeah. out great, and um, I updated the hardware. It had just draw poles, I think, in the middle. And then it had, on the cabinet doors, it had the little poles in the center, which I always find they're difficult to open when the poles are in the center of the the door. I decided to update all that, and I put new hardware on all the drawers and the doors in different locations. And I think that just kind of modernized it, you know. Yeah, it gives it a nice balance. Yeah, and the hardware is, was white stone, like tube knobs, and it had gold accents. So I think the gold went well with the green color. Now, with your uh, Shecto milk paint, uh, I know that a lot of times, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that the, the chippiness that takes place is sometimes, I mean, you really can't control that to a degree, but this piece, at least from what I can tell, doesn't have the uh, the chippy uh, chippiness going on. Is that correct? That's right. So I should mention, yes, I did use the extra bond on this piece. When you use the extra bond, you really can control the chipping. Sometimes it does react to certain things, but on this piece in particular, it just went on really smooth and um, I didn't get any chipping. Now that extra bond, do you just mix that in when you're mixing your milk paint? Right. So you, you first, you mix the powder with water and make the paint. And then usually I tell people they could, you know, just use the extra bond on the first coat. I usually use a one-to-one or sometimes two-to-one ratio with the milk paint to extra bond. Mm-hmm. And I think on this piece I used, I might have used a um, one-to-one ratio. So one pot extra bond with one pot milk paint. Mm-hmm. And, and it also gives it a more even finish. 
because mm-hmm. the milk paint can sometimes have like a real milky appearance. So I think the extra bond helps with that. So it's a little different than my chippy finishes. <laughs> now, do, what did you do to the inside of this piece? Is it natural or did you paint the inside as well? Nope. The inside, it was really clean. So the cabinets I left natural and just cleaned them up with some lemon oil and they really didn't need to be done and the drawers had um they were all really clean as well and I think one of the top ones just had like a utensil divider and that was about it yeah now is this piece um is it for sale right now the it actually sold it sold I think the first day I listed it and I, I was kind of nervous because it is a larger piece and it is a bold color. So I was thinking it, this could go either way, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> It'll either get scooped up or it's going to be sitting here for a while, you know. You really uh, never did, know. Yeah, you never know. And, and you know, sometimes the pieces I think that are going to sell right away don't. And you just, you know, it's mm-hmm. yes. really just depends on the person. So. I guess it's true, especially with um, with a color that's maybe not necessarily a neutral color. You want to probably right. step outside the neutrals a lot of times, but there's probably some apprehension for that reason alone. Uh, I bet you guys, I, I bet all three go of back you, and forth. Do yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet it's hard too when you're when you're working on a piece that is unique like this, and it turns out so well that you're not trying to figure out a place to put it in your own home and keep it. That happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, you take it in and use it a while and then say, you know, well, well maybe we'll sell it and move on. Right? <laughs> Keep things fresh. I do that sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I got a steady flow in here sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think I said this on the, on the podcast uh, that uh, with you, Kristen, uh, where we talked about safety, that you amaze me at how quickly you're able to... Um, get these pieces in and out and uh, produce them so um, so quickly and, and then they turn out phenomenal but uh, so oh, hey Kristen you. Kristen share with our listeners your Instagram account my Instagram account is shakto underscore interiors great well as well I hope um, if there's anybody that's not currently following you that they will and 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 uh, watch your stories as well for all three of you well our first place winner is Aaron with breath of life design Erin, describe your piece. Hello. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So a fellow furniture person, local to me, um, contacted me and said she was shutting down her business. So she had a bunch of pieces for me to buy. So as much space as I had, I scooped up as many as I could. And uh, one of those being the secretary desk. And it was in really good condition compared to what I usually purchase, which is pieces falling apart and needing a lot of repairs. So this one was, didn't really need any repairs. So I was super happy about that. And it has just a unique look to it anyway. So I knew I wanted to put color on it, not just a white or black. And uh, I did Dixie Belle kudzu and collard greens, a 50-50 ratio. I knew I wanted a sage green, but they didn't really carry the color I was looking for. So you, you were able to kind of create your own then? Yes, which I will say when I first got into this, I went strictly just out of the jar, used whatever they made. But 
once you really start mixing, it becomes really fun and you can really personalize and create that vision that you're expecting. I always wondered, you know, when you're mixing paint like that, do you just try to, I guess you just try to mix enough to make sure that you're going to cover the entire piece because it would appear to me to be a bit of a challenge if you're mixing and then you run out or you put a second coat on. Is that, is that an issue? Well, I will say I learned the hard way. The first time I mixed, I just kind of went with it and was like, yeah, this color looks good. And I started painting and that's exactly what happened. It ran out. So now I got smart and started using measuring cups and actually get precise measurements. So that doesn't become a problem anymore. Well, that that certainly makes sense as well. (laughs) Now, the the legs, um, what specifically did you do to the legs? So this piece was that older honey oak look. And Mm -hmm. surprisingly, that's actually coming back in style a little bit. So thankfully, I was able to keep the original finish because it was in great condition. It just needed to be um, just really just cleaned up. It didn't need to be recoded Mm -hmm. or anything. And then again, with the inside, I kept the same finish. So unlike Sarah, who poor thing had to take it all apart and paint all that detail. (laughs) Luckily, I did not have to do that. So it worked to my advantage for sure. Well, this this piece has been so popular. I think uh, this is this your piece is is shown up in multiple different locations. I know we featured it as well as a Zebra Weekly pick, mm-hmm. and also um, it won the Zebra Furniture Art uh, on one of the photographs that you took. It's yeah. fun, really, with with all of you. I know you guys have all would agree with this, but when you finish a piece like this, there's so many different uh, angles and aspects that you can zoom in on and take some really unique photographs and that's why we started the zebra furniture art uh incidentally you can for those that are listening if you're not already participating you can use the hashtag zebra furniture art and uh we'll look at that and then we choose pieces each week Uh, aaron's piece was one of those pieces so you can check that out as well on our instagram account by the way that hashtag is not these are zebra furniture art it's hashtag zebra furniture art this this piece is just uh is is so unique and from the the combination of the paint and the wood and the hardware um, it's just really great and i i want to congratulate all three of you because not only do you do a phenomenal job with your furniture finishing but as we've often discussed on the podcast you know the complete picture here ends with the staging process and all three of you do a, a great job with staging Thank so, you. Aaron, if you would share with us, uh, with the listeners, your Instagram account. My Instagram account is Breath of Life Design underscore. Well, it's great seeing furniture pieces brought back to life. I have really enjoyed hearing the details about the process you all went through to make it what it is today. We want to thank all three of you for joining us on the podcast today and for sharing some insight into your winning pieces. Congratulations to all three thank of you. Thank you, Lane. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lane. You guys have a great day. Thank you. You too. You too. Listening friends, don't forget April's theme is April showers, which means you need to tag all of your blue tone pieces this month with the hashtag, the zebra diaries and zebra is spelled with an I. We really look forward to seeing each of them. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the zebra blogs before and after furniture finishing podcast. Today's episode is also featured on the zebrablog.com along with contact information for today's guest. Your comments and suggestions for future episodes are always welcome, and we encourage you to share those by clicking on the podcast slide in our header at thezebrablog.com. That's the zebra with an I.com. 
Thanks for listening and happy refinishing.